Sports is a preserver of health. That's a quote by Hippocrates. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Rizvi, and you're tuning in to the Hippocratic Oath. Today is episode four, and I've taken the Hippocratic Oath as a family physician, and the whole point of this podcast is to provide up-to-date, evidence-based information to you, the patients that have to navigate the healthcare system. My goal is to make sure you are living an optimized uh, lifestyle. I have to really look at preservation of your longevity and talk about things that you may encounter throughout your or even your family's life. Today's topic is regarding sports medicine. We were requested this information because a lot of our listeners, you know, have young ones that are playing in sports, different teams and high schools even require a pre-participation examination. So I just want to give you some insight on what exactly we are looking for through the eyes of a physician. We'll talk about the benefits of playing sports, the role of your family physician and the sports pre-participation examination. So what are some benefits of playing sports? This is either individually or team sports. I mean, I grew up playing a lot of basketball. I wasn't the best at it, but I wasn't the worst. I did play in high school on a sports team. And then throughout my youth, my father uh, made sure we participated at the local YMCA or the Civic Center to really get the benefits of team sports. Now, sports is has continuously become more and more competitive and you know a lot of parents are seeking a future um, in sports and a lot of children find lots of passion in playing sports a lot of kids sports heroes uh, help navigate them and keep them uh, motivated to continue to play sports and our jobs as a family doctor is to make sure that the safety is on the forefront while you're participating in sports so the first benefit of playing any form of uh, sporting activity, it could be any sport individually or as a team, is that you may get better sleep. Studies suggest that exercise and sports trigger chemicals in the brain that can make you feel happy and even relaxed. Team sports provides a chance to unwind and take part in activity to improve your fitness. So if you play outside, make sure you're taking the precautions of sunscreen and the appropriate equipment to make sure that it's a safe environment for you to play in. After you exert yourself, you'll see that you may not be dealing with anxiety from the day or just actually build an appetite to make sure that you are well energized for the following day. So some of the benefits of playing sports is that your sleeping will improve and I recommend any form of activity to my patients. This is a, this is a way to help regulate your sleeping schedule. Another benefit is that you'll get a strong cardiovascular system. Your heart is a muscle and the heart muscle, it's exercise with um, frequent activity. And you want to make sure that your heart rate is elevated, sustainedly elevated for a certain period of time to truly maximize the benefits. And playing sports, you know, running or any uh, physical activity of that nature can really help build your cardiovascular strength. And it'll lay the foundation of developing a strong heart. Another benefit of sports is that you can build connections, teamwork. Sports brings together a mixture of people from different communities, different cultures, different backgrounds. So this is a really good way to help build relationships, to help 
navigate uh, some of the issues that life, you know, real life would actually bring somebody. Team building activities make you a better worker in a group. It helps you conquer things uh, with with support of your, your peers. And that's really important. Um, sports can offer a new way to meet others that you may not interact with every day. And as a result, you'll make new friends. And who knows, playing sports might open up a new career for you and other business opportunities for you. So it's really important to involve the young ones, even yourself, to make sure you're playing sports and staying passionate about it and building strong relationships with your peers. Besides cardiovascular health, sports improves lung function. As you know, regular sports causes more oxygen requirements in our body. And the whole point of carbon monoxide and waste being expelled after a hard workout increases the lung capacity. And this is improving the overall lung function and efficiency. Playing a team sport increases confidence. When you are out there competing and giving it at your all and, you know, really representing for your community, your team, uh, this helps navigate you through other challenges in life. You know, people that play sports, they develop this confidence that will reflect in the classroom. It'll reflect at job interviews. It'll reflect anytime they deal with any hardship because every, every game you play has its challenges. And every time you navigate it, you learn a little bit about how to deal with any of the challenges that life can throw you. Sports reduces stress. This is very important. Like I said earlier, it helps with anxiety. You can just leave it all out there. When you expend this energy, sporting activities really make sure you forget about the day's struggle. Make sure you forget about the day's stresses. Sporting activities improve mental health. The public health agency report that regular participation in sporting activities and remaining active can also promote good mental health. This includes improvement in your mood, enhancing your sense of well-being, reducing anxiety, combating negative emotions, and pr protecting against depression. Playing sports allows athletes to become leaders. This is self-explanatory. When you're playing on a team, the, the recommendation is not to just participate, but to lead. This builds strong work ethic. It allows you to navigate you know, life easier. It allows you to be the head of a household. It allows you to be a good team player. And in a team, it doesn't just, uh, any team doesn't just need one leader. I mean, Scottie Pippen was a leader to Michael Jordan, right? Now, sporting activities help in keeping people uh, from going astray. When you are part of a team, you have your responsibilities to become an active member on that team. And, you know, a lot of sporting uh, teams make sure they look at the other aspects in a kid's life. To make sure they're not going astray so they can be a participant. Uh, coaches are great role models to help kids achieve their optimal success. And, you know, your peers on your teams could also make sure that you're staying out of trouble. You're showing up to practice. You're staying motivated. And they're also a great source to reflect with. You know, playing sporting activities is a form of cognitive behavioral therapy. When you go out there and you tell your teammates the struggles that you may be having, it's a great way to cope with your stressors. Now, just to talk about where I've come from, I played basketball all high school. I played growing up in different, um, you know, community teams at the YMCA. 
I am now in my mid-30s. I'm done with schooling. I'm an old man. Well, not an old man, but, you know, I'm not on a, any basketball team or anything, but I still have friends from when I used to play sports. I mean, you know, you keep friends throughout your life, especially classmates, but the ones I actually reflect with are the ones I played basketball with. We talk about different things. We're passionate about the Orlando Magic. I mean, that's an NBA team here in the United States. Um, but we're, we're passionate about these discussions because we all have something to chime in and reflect on. And I think that helps. These long-lasting relationships help. It helps us socially. It helps with taking our mind off the stressors in the day. And it's really important. So if you're a parent, I truly suggest that you involve your little ones into a sporting activity. And it's really going to show so much benefit in their life. And it's going to build so many strong relationships and help them navigate any struggles they can encounter. I truly recommend it. But if you're an adult and you're done with school and, you know, you may have gotten a little bit out of shape and you're you're struggling, just grinding through life, trying to get a paycheck. I really want you to take your time, take some time out for yourself. Go to the local park, dust off those old basketball shoes and get out there and play. You know, it's it's so many. Uh, it's so beneficial just to clear your mind. Uh, clearly, you're not going to play at the level you were before. And you got to make sure you stretch and warm up because, you know, these joints aren't like, you know, those of little kids. But this is really going to have a positive impact on your life. I truly recommend it. Just getting out some fresh air. Um, and this is really beneficial. So as a family physician, I play a major role in pre-participation physical evaluations for all athletes. This is commonly requested um, for amateur and professional athletes of all ages. Approximately 30 million athletes younger than 18 years and another 3 million athletes with special needs receive this medical clearance to participate in sporting activities every year. Your family doctor has a goal to maximize the health of athletes and their safe participation in sports. Although studies have not found that pre-participation physical evaluations decrease death associated with sports, it may detect conditions that predispose athletes to injury or illness and can provide strategies to prevent this. Clearance depends on the outcome of the evaluation and the type of sport being played in which the athlete participates. All persons undergoing a pre-participation physical evaluation should be questioned about exertional symptoms, presence of a heart murmur, symptoms of Marfan syndrome, and family history of premature serious cardiac conditions or even sudden death in a family member. The physical examination should focus on cardiovascular and musculoskeletal systems. The U.S. medical and athletic organizations discourage screening electrocardiography and blood and urine testing in asymptomatic patients. However, a physical examination may prompt any further evaluation. This should be considered for persons with heart and lung disease, bleeding disorders, musculoskeletal problems, histories of concussion, and other neurological dysfunctions. To further expand on the pre-participation evaluation, this should occur approximately six weeks before activity to allow for further evaluation, treatment, or rehab as needed. All persons undergoing pre-participation evaluation should be questioned about exertional symptoms and, as previously stated, a condition for 
Marfan syndrome or the presence of a heart murmur or family history of premature serious cardiac conditions or sudden death. Athletes with sustained systolic blood pressure of less than 160 or diastolic blood pressure of less than 100 should not be restricted from playing sports. Athletes with well-controlled asthma who are asymptomatic at rest or with exertion can safely be cleared for playing sports. Allow your doctor to prescribe the as-needed medications to help with participation. And it's recommended not to screen blood and urine testing for asymptomatic athletes. It's also recommended not to take an annual EKG uh, for anyone that's low risk. And also the screening recommendations for scoliosis does not defer a person for playing in a sporting activity. There are some contraindications for playing sports. If you have an active infection of the heart or enlargement of your spleen and liver, it is discouraged and contraindicated to play sports. If you have an eating disorder in which an athlete is not compliant with therapy and follow-up, there is diminished performance and potential injury related to the eating disorder. Make sure this is discussed with your primary care doctor. If you have a history of recent concussion or symptoms of post-concussive syndrome, make sure there's no contact or collision sports being played. Obviously, if there's a cardiac issue such as hypertrophic cardiomyopathy or long QT syndrome, this should be a contraindication and an evaluation with the cardiologist prior to any clearance of playing any sporting. Poorly controlled convulsive disorder recommends that there is no archery, riflery, swimming, weightlifting, or powerlifting, strength training, or sports involving heights. Recurrent episodes of burning upper extremity pain or weakness, or episodes of transient quadriplegia until stability of the cervical spine can be assured, no contact or collision sports is recommended. Severe hypertension, until it's controlled by therapy, recommends to not allow clearance to play any static resistant activities, such as weightlifting. These are particularly contraindicated. If you have a history of sickle cell disease, no high exertion, contact, or collision sports is recommended. If you have suspected coronary artery disease, it needs to be fully evaluated. Patients with impaired resting left ventricular systolic function less than 50 or exercise-induced ventricular arrhythmias or exercise-induced ischemia, that means lack of blood flow. On exercise, stress testing are at greatest risk of sudden death. Patients that have an abnormal history or examination will be recommended to follow up with a cardiologist for further detailed evaluation. So as you can see, your family doctor plays a major role in pre-participation of any sporting activities, both amateur student versus professional. Even if you're an adult and you're seeking to become more active, make sure it's cleared by your doctor to, to ensure that it's safe for you to get out there. If you have previous injuries, make sure you're taking the appropriate measures to prevent recurrent injuries. If you head over to our website at Florida Advanced Medicine, we make blogs and updated topics regarding sport-related injuries. And if you're local in the Orlando, Florida region, uh, come into the office to have, to have a proper evaluation. If you're a parent, make sure you contact us so we can fill out any required forms needed by your school to, to participate in the physical activity. Our goal is to make sure you're staying healthy, optimizing your life and your well-being. 
we often emphasize nutrition on this podcast because we know that it plays a major role in our energy levels, but don't take exercise and activity for granted. It is extremely important, helps you both from a physical and mental standpoint, and we are your source, your advocate to help you navigate any activity levels safely. If you have any questions, please leave a comment below. This is Dr. Rizvi tuning out for Hippocratic Oath Episode 4. I truly enjoy making these podcasts, and if you enjoy them, please share them with your friends. My goal is to provide evidence-based information just so you and your family could be safe and optimize your health, and we're obviously here for you at any time. Reach out, speak to you soon. Till next time, this is Dr. Rizvi signing off. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.